welcome to another hashtag football Friday on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Along with Miss Lakina McGee, which is she, I'm Cindy Brown. Hey, that's me. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S I D K I D 80. That's S I D K I D 80. And we're back on Facebook, folks. You follow me, Akina McGee, on the Twitter and Akina Score McGee on the IG. Remember, Second City Sports airs live every Monday and every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, noon to 2 p.m. every Monday, every Friday, right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Make sure you uh, download the Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your apps. That's the Apple iTunes Store or the Google Play Store. Make sure the app says Sports Zone Chicago. You can catch live uh, live airings of uh, of our six other live shows, including this one. If you missed any of our shows, you can go to that app and catch our, any of our past shows as well. Once again, that's download that Sports Zone Chicago app. You can listen to Sports Zone, follow Sports Zone Chicago rather on all social media platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just make sure you search for Sports Zone Chicago. Once again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sports Zone Chicago. If you want to listen to the audio version of this podcast, you can do so by simply uh Typing in that search engine box, we are available on all podcast platforms. That's War on Anchor. That's W-A-R-R on Anchor. Make sure you type that in your search engine box on all podcast platforms. And make sure you follow, follow War Media on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at W-A-R-R Media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we are on the project, Glyphon, and we have very definite opinions. <laughs> Before we get started on our hashtag Football Friday, Lakina, we're a little bit less technically now under an hour away from game two of the American League Division Series between the Chicago White Sox and the Houston Astros. The Astros defeated the White Sox in game one yesterday by the score of six to one. The Astros lead the best of five series. One game to none. Today's pitching matchup is featuring Lucas Giolito for the White Sox versus Framber Valdez for the Houston Astros, the left-hander. And joining us right now to preview that uh, game two that's taking place hey. less than an hour from now from Minute Maid Park in Houston. She's uh, she's a writer for the SI Now crew uh, for, for Sox Size Sox. Southside Sox, say that five times fast. And she's the co-host, and she's the co-host of the Estrogen Hour podcast, which features another good friend of the show, Miss Janice Scurrio. Her name is Miss Crystal O'Keefe. Crystal, hey. welcome to the program. How are you? Thank you. I am great. How are you two? We're doing uh, great. A little bummed. Get... A little bummed. <laughs> a little bummed after the game one. <laughs> I get how, that. <laughs> how can people follow you on social media, Miss O'Keefe? Yeah, you can follow me. It's Chris at Crystal underscore OK, and that's C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L. A lot of people miss that H. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's where I reside. <laughs> uh, that's, before we preview game two between the Astros and White Sox, uh, which is less than an hour uh, away from first pitch, let's review yesterday's game. Um, the 6-1 loss for the White Sox. Lance McCullough's heels outstanding for the Astros with four strikeouts. On the other side, Lance Lynn, not so high. Uh, three and two-thirds innings, four strikeouts, two walks. The, both those walks uh, came back to buy him in the you-know-what. Uh, both those uh, runners came to score. Crystal, I tweeted this out yesterday. I'm trying not to be that pessimistic meatball White Sox fan, but I tweeted this out yesterday. And, and unfortunately, this pattern we, we've seen uh, many more uh, many more times throughout the year than people want to give it credit for. Lance Lane, even though I, I did agree with Tony La Russa starting him yesterday, 
But this problem that I tweeted out yesterday, he falls behind hitters way too much for my personal. Like it's just me, but he falls behind two old, three old, two and one. It it it's, it, it annoys the hell out of me. Why don't you explain Lance Lynn's <laughs> performance yesterday? I'm trying not to lose it. <laughs> no, I get it. I think um I really think Tony just knew they were gonna get shelled yesterday. And so I think Lance was just the lamb out to slaughter for the White Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I love Lance. I think he's a great pitcher. He's been phenomenal this whole season. But I think he knew that Lance performs very poorly with the Astros. Always has, always will. So you know what? Get those game one jitters out. Put Lucas in today and win the game. So, you know, it was a bummer. And I haven't seen Lance pitch that poorly in such a long time. And I've followed him since we were in high school. We actually graduated the same year. And we're both from Indianapolis. Oh, congrats. Cool. Yeah, so that was kind of a funny coincidence. But as much as I want to just say horrible things about Tony La Russa, and I still kind of do, I think it was just one of those (laughs) lamb for slaughter situations yesterday, which, I mean, why not put, like, Raylo out there if that was going to be the case? But at the same time, McCullers Jr. is just – Phenomenal. I was hoping that we were going to see some walks yesterday since he, you know, <laughs> leads in walks. Yeah. But there was, I mean, you can't completely blame Lance. There was also no offense. No one could hit off of him. You could barely hit off the bullpen once yeah. he was relieved. So I can't be too mad at the situation. And it's a five game series. I have to continue to remind myself that, you know what, maybe they'll come back. Maybe it'll be White Sox in four. Well, do you think there's something wrong with Tim Anderson? I mean, he did not look good trying to run yesterday. And I think that, that kind of still kind of worries me. I mean, they say it was tired late. He had that long stint in the IL. But then you look at him, you think, okay, there might be some wear and tear there. So do you think there's something like, you know, really wrong with Tim Anderson's legs or knees or ankles? <laughs> I, I almost think they all got rested a little too long. And that kind of wore them, like, kind of destroyed the momentum they had going into it because I know he's excited, but I get why they were rested, but at the same time, maybe it was a little too much and maybe now they're just still kind of tired and still a little out of shape because they're used to going so much, but I don't think that injury helped. And I think most of them still have something lingering from all of the injuries this year. Crystal O'Keefe, part of the SI Now crew. She covers the White Sox for Southside Sox. Is joining us here on Second City Sports on Live in, in Living Color on Sports on Chicago. Sitting Lakina here with you. If you have a question for Crystal, make sure you type in our comment section. You can go to Sports on Chicago on Facebook or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your question in the comment section. Lakina will get the question up to you while we have Crystal on. Crystal, I want to ask you about the White Sox office. You brought him. Up just a second ago. I thought their approach to McCullers yesterday was good the first time around the lineup, you know, taking pictures to see what Lance could offer because, as you mentioned, he walks a lot of guys, but that wasn't happening yesterday. And I said this one of my last tweets yesterday that uh, the White Sox, uh, even though they did hit a 178 home runs uh, for the regular season, you, and me and Lakina talked about this, you, especially during playoffs. You cannot depend on the home run. You got to be aggressive, play hit and run, steal bases. What did you think about the approach uh, to Mr. McCullers yesterday from, from the White Sox office perspective? Man, he was just too good. I mean, he wasn't going to give up anything. And 
they also couldn't capitalize on it, which was so frustrating to watch because well, it was a breaking ball that he was throwing. I mean, it was just out of this world. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. So, mm-hmm. and you know, that pitching destroys and dismantles the White Sox too. And it's so hard to even hit in that park, I think. Yeah. Um, so man, like, I wish he was on the South side. Honestly, he was just—he <laughs> was too good at completely shutting everyone down. And if you know Yohan Moncada is the only one that can even get a hit, it feels like during that game, then I worry about their offense going forward. Yeah, I mean that that ball that ball that uh, Minute Maid Park is very. Uh... The, the way it's sort of set up is like it's kind of I don't want to say it's unhittable it's hard for pitchers that's why the Astros been able to master it but let, let's talk a little bit about game two I mean like I said it'll be Giolito versus Valdez where do you see this you know can the Sox bounce back or because Valdez has been pretty good for the Astros this year so what what, what do you think of your uh your, your comments for a uh, game two yeah he well he has been great um but I think that Lucas is kind of in that ready to kill mode that they talk about with him. I think he's going to be great today. And honestly, I think the White Sox should just be angry and embarrassed with their poor performance yesterday and come back and completely bounce back. I think they can. I think they've seen how it's played there. They've seen enough of Valdez, I think, this year um, to be able to locate those pitches and just step up. I worry about what's going on with Abreu I think he's still sick, and you could tell he was a little sluggish yesterday. Um, and for some reason, they put Andrew Vaughn in today, which, okay, not my choice, but that's fine. Um, but I think they'll be able to bounce back. I think they are humiliated, and I think they're going to be angry enough to kind of give them hell today. Yeah, speaking of the lineup yesterday, Crystal, I agreed with the lineup, but the placing of a couple of players yesterday I didn't agree with. Usually, Luis Robert, who got hit in the hand early in the ballgame, thank goodness, as we as far as we know, is okay. But uh, Luis Robert was batting fifth or sixth yesterday. Makata had a hit yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was okay. But uh, I see that Robert's back at the number two hole today. What did you think about the lineup order yesterday? I thought that was a phenomenal lineup yesterday, and everyone kind of I mean, if, if that was the lineup going forward, I would be happy with it. Even with Gavin Sheets there, I thought that was executed perfectly because it does kind of show their strengths, especially when you put, like, Yasmani in a position where he can clean up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would have no issue with that lineup, but the bats were just not awake yesterday to prove how good that one can be. <laughs> now, now, when, when uh, the Sox released their uh, playoff roster, Keiko wasn't on it. Now, were you surprised by that, or do you think that maybe you know it, it could could be that maybe he might be you know, they might bring him in as an emergency guy in case if someone gets hurt or someone's not very productive because he has playoff experience and you know he won the World Series with the Astros. So I'm a little surprised that he was left out. But again, what do I know? <laughs> it was it was a happy surprise for me. That sounds terrible, but man. It was like Tony was listening and you know, it is what it is. He has been awful. I really think there's some lingering issues with his back and there might be some mental block somewhere. Cause you know, he was one that I was so excited for to come to the South side and he just imploded this year and he has not been the same. So I'm kind of relieved 
you know, he did make the taxi squad, so maybe he'll come in, but I can't see that happening, especially if Radon is healthy enough to pitch. And even if he is, that might be a three-inning Kopech game, too, with Rodon. But, yeah, I I was kind of relieved. I think people are being listened to, and Tony is realizing, hey, you know what, I'm going to sit him until he figures it out. Maybe this will help him in the long run. Crystal O'Keefe from Southside Sox Power, the SI Now crew, is joining us here on Second City Sports Live and in Living Cully here on Sports on Chicago City. Lakina here with you. Uh, Crystal, let's focus in on Yasmani Gradal. Oh, before yesterday, no walks. Of course, Valdez, the left-hander for the Astros, is going today. And uh, Yasmani is a switch hitter. I assume that this this is a good omen for Mr. Grandel to bust out today, correct? No walks yesterday. Uh, 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 credit to, to Lance McCullers and Dusty Beggy yesterday for approaching Grandel. I don't know. The numbers don't look great as far as batting average, but this guy draws a lot of walks. And uh, I, I thought that was the key, uh, one of the uh, underlying keys to yesterday's victory for the Astros, uh, not getting Grandel on base. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He has been a threat, especially since he came back. So I was a little shocked that he couldn't even draw a walk. Normally, he sees his pitches really well. But, yeah, I don't know what happened with him yesterday. I was I was pretty disappointed. Um, but I think he still got it. And I think he <laughs> is going to have a much better game today. He was my pick to click yesterday. I was <laughs> got a little egg on my face from that still. But, um, yeah. I don't know what was up. I think it. I think McCullers Jr. was just—he was just too good yesterday. And I fear if it goes to Game Five, we're going to have to face him again, and that might just be our elimination. Yeah. As long as we don't see Lance Lynn in Houston, I think Sox fans can breathe. <laughs> Maybe so. We'll see. Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, I know we're going a little further ahead since the game. Game two is going to be going on like less than half, less than an hour from now. Uh, game three, although you know Larusa has not said who's going to start, it could be Cease, it could be Lopez. Do you think it's, it's going to depend on if the White Sox win today? You know, two they go up two zero, or if they end up tying the series? You think it's going to change how he approaches Game three? I don't know that it's going to matter that much. I think Cease is going to have it in the bag. He's been great this year. He's actually been consistent. His command is there. Um, and I think the Lopez possibly slash Kopech is going to be a home thing where they feel more confident anyway. But I don't know. I have a good feeling it's going to be Dylan. He's he's earned it. I think it'll be nice for him to be home and starting. Um, yeah, he's good. I think it'll be Dylan. And I don't think it's going to matter much if they win or lose because Dylan has that confidence they get. Like, he finally has that confidence this year. Don't forget you can catch Game 2 of the White Sox Astro Series at 1.07 p.m. Central Standard Time today on MLB Network. Bob Costas, Jim Cott, and Buck Shaw Walter and Tom Verduccio will have the call for you there for the national broadcast. Crystal, let's have some fun with you for a few minutes. Uh, for those of you listening exclusively on our podcast, I must say, nice picture of the late great Prince, a.k.a. the purple one back there. Uh, where did you get that picture from? It's the it's the record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That Late great Judy Garland too. Okay, I want I wanted to ask you. You do a great job covering the White Sox with Southside Sox, and I mentioned at the top of the show that you 
co-host the Estrogen Hour podcast, and one of your co-hosts includes our good friend, Miss Janice Scurrio, now with NBC Sports Edge. How did that podcast get started? Because you guys yeah. have a lot of fun. <laughs> we do. It kind of, I don't want to say it started as a joke, because I think we were all pretty serious in that moment, but we were just kind of tired of the whole white guys covering baseball stick and just the horrible comments and replies and DMs that we get. Women just don't get any respect when it comes to sports. We just don't. Uh-huh. And, you know, three of us might be white women, but at the same time, you don't get a lot of women anywhere. It doesn't matter your race, your gender identity. We just, there's no respect unless you are a middle-aged white man in baseball. And we were just kind of sick of it. And we were looking around and there are a handful of like female led baseball podcast new york mets has a great one called a pod of their own and we were like i think it's our turn to do something because as much as we love our managing editor brett at the same time we need we need more women in baseball so we were just like you know what we should start this up and we didn't even tell our managing editor about it we just kind of did this like pirate radio (laughs) podcast and we were going through names for it and Janice actually said, let's just say estrogen power hour. And we all kind of laughed. And then we thought about it some more and we're like, no, actually, that's pretty good. (laughs) We like that. So we just started it up and we're not afraid to talk about like the heavy stuff or the sports organizations that treat women and people of color poorly. And we're not we're not afraid to talk about issues with women in sports. We're not afraid to tackle racism. We're not afraid to tackle any of that stuff. We just want to be very open, very transparent and say, hey, we're here too. We're not going anywhere. This sport is also for us. Yeah, before I kick it to Lakina, uh, I'm glad you guys have started up because you're tackling issues whether people agree with your personal views or not. Uh, as, uh, as I said before, Lakina can back me up on this. Uh, during this era of social media and media, sports media in general, media overall, but sports media in general, people want and need options the traditional way, tra- traditional way of getting information. Uh, those days are long gone. It's not just one or two outlets anymore. So people just listen exclusively to podcasts like like ours and, and yours, and don't touch terrestrial radio anymore. No disrespect to locally six seventy score or ESPN one thousand, but. Uh, you can listen to a couple of shows there if you like, or don't listen to them at all. Just people get their information faster, and they want to hear hear what they want to hear. Now, me personally, I like to hear different uh, points of view, whether I agree with them or not. But sometimes you don't get that on terrestrial radio. And P.S. Bring Lakina onto your show; she'll shape things up. I promise. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure. I don't know. About, I don't know about. I'm not. I'm not that provocative. I, I, I promise. You don't have to be. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, Crystal, uh, what's your favorite White Sox memory? I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Not, 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 I don't want to age or anything, but uh, what's like? You She's know, 26. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> favorite, favorite game, favorite moment, favorite player, whatever. Yeah. Well. Right now, Yasmani Grandal is my favorite player. I just <laughs> love him with all of my heart. Um, but I would have to say, and unfortunately, the White Sox did not win. But on my wedding night, instead of having a reception, my husband and I opted to go to a Sox-Cubs game at guaranteed rate. And we got phenomenal seats. We were like three rows up. I was still in my wedding dress. And we just had a blast. 
I was like, this is so much better than a reception because this is actually something I enjoy. We're not subjecting people to these like old traditions, but we're just here. We're watching a baseball game. We're still in our wedding clothes. And this is like my baseball upbringing right here. And I was just, I was happy to share my wedding night with the White Sox, even though they lost <laughs> that series. <laughs> and I had to watch Javier Baez like hoisting that stupid cup in my face, but it was fine. <laughs> Chris O'Keefe from Southside Sox is joining us uh, for the last minute or two right here on Sega City Sports live in a living color along with Lakina McGee. I'm Cindy Brown. Crystal, assuming that the uh, White Sox uh, get by the Astros in this series, who do you who do you want the White Sox to face? Uh, despite uh, what the, the Tampa Bay Rays did to the Red Sox last night, who would you, as a Sox fan, do not want to face in the ALCS? Assuming that the White Sox get by the Astros in this series. I do not want to face the Rays at all. They I agree with you. <laughs> they are ta- like I would much rather take on the Red Sox because they are not the threat that I feel like they are. Also, we could possibly see Chris Sale, which would be fun too. But no, the Rays are terrifying. I don't want to face them <laughs> at all. I feel okay with all of the other teams currently playing but man those rays are tough again it showed definitely showed yes there but armando laura jr shout out to armando thank you for uh listening as always he's one of our top listeners and watchers viewers i should say he says mom was one of the most knowledgeable baseball fans she knew her baseball so you know to, to to your credit that there needs to be more representation covering not just baseball but for all sports as well so okay of course i'm sure you're gonna pick the white Sox to win how many games will it be four will it be five I think it's going to come down to five. I really do. These Astros are tough. They know what they're doing. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to five, but I will pick the White Sox. I have have confidence. All right. That was Crystal <laughs> O'Keefe. Uh, she covers the White Sox with Southside Sox. You can go to their website, SouthsideSox.com, and catch her on the Estrogen Hour podcast. You, you make sure you download that podcast wherever you download your podcast. It features one of our good friends, Miss Janice Scurrio, and hopefully it will feature Miss Lakina McGee as a guest very soon. Although I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your show, but <laughs> I'm advocating for my friend. <laughs> so I'm advocating for my good friend and co-host here. And so, and where can people follow you on social media one more time? It's uh, at crystal underscore okay. And please add an H behind the C. People mistake that. So crystal okay. All right. Thank you so awesome. much, Miss O'Keefe, for joining us today. Go White Sox. Hopefully it's a uh, different and better outcome today than yesterday. Thank you so much for joining us. We will support you any way we can. And uh, hopefully the White Sox will do better today than yesterday. You know, much continued success with you, and we'll definitely have you back on this program in the near future, okay? Thanks, Chris. Thank, Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Stay safe. Yes, you too. Thank you. All right. Once again, that's uh, Miss Crystal O'Keefe from Southside Sox and from the Estrogen Hour podcast. Uh, make sure you support her and follow her on all social media platforms as she just mentioned. Lakina, it's getting too hot in here, in here but uh, <laughs> we're getting ready to take a two and two. Let's cool off, take this 20-second timeout, yes. and let's come back and, and discuss the other playoff series as well that's kicking off today from the National League and around uh, the Major League Baseball playoffs. And we'll get to our Football Power Hour is our hashtag for Football Friday at the top of next hour. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. Sid Lakina here with you. Stay right there.
AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That's that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen download the free score app lightning past update so you never miss a thing it's why the score app is one of north america's most popular sports apps i'm chuck sanders that's the sports flash on the sports zone chicago Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Second City Sports Live and in Living Color right here on the Hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. Tim Lakina here with you. Lakina, I want to get your thoughts on uh, what happened to the White Sox yesterday in the loss to the Astros in game one by the score of 6-1. to one. Uh, Was it what you expected or you thought they should have did some things differently? Do you think that Lance Lynch should have started today instead of yesterday? What are your quick thoughts? Just going to make it quick because we got other series I want to get to. Um uh, look, McCullers, I mean, I know he's kind of been up and down, but he's actually the reason why he's actually one of the you know, top AL pitchers. So, you know, they just couldn't hit. And I, I think I think Lynn just had a bad day. I think, look, you know, unfortunately, you picked the wrong time to have a bad day. <laughs> so that was probably his worst outing of the season. Just couldn't get it going. And look, if you look at the the, the top, you know, the, the stats, the Astros are like in the top 10 in each of the batting categories in some way. So whether it's runs or RBIs, so it's it's not surprising. So let let's hope that you know Giolito can kind of combat that, and you know they can win game two. But Valdez has actually been pretty solid as well. So I, I just you know what? I, let's just hopefully this is just one of those days where you can think it bounce back in game two. But again, who knows? I still say I think you know something's wrong with Tim Anderson. I don't think they're telling really what's going on. <laughs> but uh, look, Moncada did what he could, but they, they geez, he just really couldn't get it going, and they just couldn't get the bats going. You know, I, I know, let's hope that they can bounce back. I mean, you know, Alvarez and, you know, Brantley. I mean, look, you know, Sox know, Sox mm-hmm. already know, you know, the kind of person Brantley is. So it'll just, it'll get be interesting. But let, let's see. Let's hope it's, you know, they can kind of bounce back in game two, two today. 
Yeah, we're, we're more than a half hour away from game two, as you mentioned, Lakina, from Houston. You can watch that game on MLB Network. That's at 107 p.m. Central Standard Time today on MLB Network. Bob Costas, Bob Costas Jim Cott, Buck Walter, and Tom Verducci will be on the call for that one. Running down the starting lineups for the White Sox today. We didn't, uh, Crystal, our guest from the last segment, mentioned it a little bit. Here's how they stack, stack up against Valdez, the left-hander from the Astros. Tim Anderson at shortstop will, will lead off. Lu, Luis Robert is back at the two-hole playing center field. Playing designated hitter Jose Abreu batting third. Batting cleanup is catcher Yasmani Grandal. Batting fifth, playing left field, Eloy Jimenez. Batting sixth, third base, Johan Makata. Playing first base, Andrew Vaughn, the rookie. This is his first playoff game today. And batting um, batting seventh, Larry, not Larry, legend Garcia. Batting eighth, Adam Engel playing right field. Uh, batting ninth, rather, Adam Engel playing right field. And of course, your starting pitcher is L Lucas Giolito. Lakina. We know that the White Sox has had a stellar record over the last two or three seasons, including this year against left-handed pitchers. I expect the White Sox to be more aggressive today and not play timid, uh, really forcing the issue. And I expect Giolito not to pitch lights out, although they'll be nice, but I think he'll pitch somewhere in between. We need good Lucas Giolito today. And if he doesn't have it, I expect Tony Lewis to give him the quick hook, maybe a little bit quicker than he quicker than he should have yesterday, according to some people when he pulled finally pulled Lance Lynn when the game got away at five nothing. Yeah, let's hope they can jump on you know, Valdez right away. I think that's going to be yes. the key, and, and and I hope they can. I mean, you know, they, they kind of switched around. They put he put Robert in a two hole, which I think could help. He didn't have a very good uh, a very good showing yesterday, mm -hmm. and and then look, let, let let's hope so. I mean, let's hope Vaughn can step it up, and you know, let let you know Mancas a switch hitter, so let's hope that he can kind of you know play around you know with Valdez. Look, like I said before, I think the key for me is if they can go to a quick start. You know, get a quick start mm -hmm. and you know throw Valdez off his game, and then you know, the White Sox can you know, sort of take take control of, the, of game two. But if not, if we saw what happened yesterday, happened today, it's going to be a short series for the White Sox, and they might be saying bye bye. So let's hope that the reverse happens. Yes, my prediction is the White Sox will win a close one, but they will win game two today. Now, Lakina, before we get to the uh, series that took place last night between Tampa and Boston. And preview this uh, the three net the two National League series that are starting tonight. I want to get your thoughts on the on the wild card games. Of course, Tuesday night we saw Boston get by the Yankees six to two, and then of course Wednesday in the classic fashion, Chris Taylor CT three as our good friend Nick Hamilton from Los Angeles calls him. Uh, the mm -hmm. Dodgers get by the Cardinals by the score of two to one in the last at bat. Like, what were your thoughts on the wild card games? It looks like the Yankees and Boston had a high rating for that game for ESPN, but uh, TBS had the, their highest rating for a wild card game ever with that with that Germanic win by the Dodgers the other night over St. Louis. Well, the, the Red Sox got to Garrett Cole right away, I think. You know, mm -hmm. Cubs fans know this. <laughs> Cubs fans know because they jumped on him a few years ago. Yes. And so that if people, you know, they know that he has not done well when it comes to the wild card games. And, you know, unfortunately that history continued mm -hmm. for the Yankees. You know, Stan had some hits that were very close. Just had a couple of hits that were very close to going out the park. I mean, mm -hmm. if those hits, if those hits had gone out the park, would have been a different story. But, you know, it is mm -hmm. what it is. As for the, the, as for the Cardinals Dodgers series, I mean, that you know, that that walk-off by Chris Taylor is only like the fifth walk-off home run in MLB history in a winner-take-all postseason game, if you can believe that. So 
just a just a class I started. You know, it was sort of like you know, it was Scherzer way wise. You know, then you know, Wainwright got the early, but then you know, Scherzer was able to get it back, and it was just like it was just it was just a class that sort of seesaw battle, which you would expect from a, a one game series. And now the Dodgers will be facing the Giants. It'll be the first time that these two will play in the postseason, if you can believe that. <laughs> And then it's crazy. Also, too, it's the first time in MLB history that two teams will meet after winning both teams won at least 105 games. So that should be look. This this could go five, I think, because mm-hmm. you know they, they kind of you know mirror each other. They I think the the Dodgers they just edge out the Giants by like a couple of games in their weekend in their uh league series. So they these two know each other well. So we'll we'll see. I mean, this should be a fun series. Like I said, this could be one of those series. I'm thinking it could probably end up going the distance. As a baseball fan, I hope that series goes to five because, uh, as we talked about all season, Lakina, the Giants are the biggest surprise in baseball. None of us saw this coming. They're a very good team. Of course, they picked up former Cub slugger Chris Bryant at the trade deadline. He's only helped them out that much more. I want to see how he does it in his San Francisco Giants playoff debut. On the other side for the Dodgers, Max Scherzer, uh, he didn't have his greatest stuff. He kept the Dodgers in it in that wild card game, bare chested and all after the game. But <laughs> you won't see him until probably at least game four or game five, probably game four at the earliest if it goes that far, which I expected to. But uh, the Dodgers, let's see what, what Walker Bueller does with the rest of their pitches. So whoever starts for the Dodgers, let's see what they do. And I want to see how Mookie Betts performs. We talked about it last year. Like, he was the difference, I believe, uh, the, in the way the Dodgers won last year in the bubble. And so I want to see how he does on the flip side for the Giants. Uh, let's, let's see if they could play solid defense and get timely hitting. That's how they've been winning uh, the, the majority of their games all year. They're a very good team. And yes, no one expected them, us, uh, them to win that many games, but they're here for a reason. Uh, I expect the Dodgers just get to give them a battle. They're division rivals, so there's a lot of history there. So I expect this, uh, and it will go five games. Uh, and I'm picking San Francisco. I think Los Angeles will win this in five, I think, because the experience mm-hmm. you got Walker Bueller and Logan Webb will be going for game one for the Giants. Let's see if the brands get stepped up. Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford. I mean, I think Crawford. He's still will, there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Crawford. But yeah, but look, I, look, I think he he leads the team in batting effort. So, and, and let, let's hope that maybe they can, you know, get the hitting. If they can kind of, you know, get it going, look, these, look, there might be some, there might be some long games. Forget, the, forget it going like five, but this could, these could be some like three or four hour games, you know, which mm-hmm. would work for, uh, for not, not for us East Coast people, but the West Coast would, would love that. But also on the uh, plus side for the Dodgers, I mean, Max Muncy, who I, I have to think is getting some consideration for NL MVP honors. Let's see if Justin Turner. Can you know get up there as well? Well, and also too, like you said, Mookie Betts. Look, it's look. We're gonna see if the Giants are for real. I think yes, they won the division. They got in the playoffs. They're hosting their series. They have home field, but does that really mean anything in the MLB playoffs? I mean, sometimes it, sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't. So we'll see how these old rivals like. They keep it friendly though, so no one's still there's no animosity or yeah. anything like that. So there won't be any like brawls on like that. And there's other members between Dave Roberts and Gabe Kepler. So. <laughs> well, let, let's see how. No, no, no. It's really not. But yeah, let's see how. Let's see how it goes. There might be some trash talking here and there, but this should be a fun series. Yeah, that Max Mun- Muncy uh, injury for the Dodgers could cost them, but we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Uh, keep keep uh, your eye on this player. He got a hit uh, in that wild card game. He's been struggling all year. But Cody Bellinger, let's see if he can come up with some big hits. If 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 he does, the Dodgers can pull off this upset series win. So keep your eye on Cody Bellinger. Shouldn't shouldn't really be it really wouldn't be an upset, but okay, that's just that's just me. But uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about the other uh, NL series. You got Atlanta and Milwaukee. You know, Atlanta 
look, they won the NLE. Some people would say by default, <laughs> but you gotta look. You gotta give them credit. <laughs> you gotta give them credit after the, the Acuna yeah. injury. I don't think anybody, any, none of us thought that they would actually go on a roll. But then they, they did. It'll be Charlie Morton against Corbin Burns. You know, in Game One in that series. Uh, what do you think? Uh, Avi Garcia is doing doing some big things for Milwaukee, and also Austin Riley as well. Going to be a matchup between those two those two hitters and. And I look, I'm I'm gonna pick the Brewers in four only because I know the Braves are I think they want to get that taste out of the mouth what happened last year. They were right there with the Dodgers, you know, they let that series slip away. But I, I just think that the Brewers are I kind of feel like you know they're kind of more relaxed now. And I, I think the Brewers will win this in four, but again, don't take my picks at face value. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Brewers in five. I think I told you this, Lakina, last week. Uh, or um, on our last show on Monday that I expected this series to go five games because Atlanta, they do have a chip on their shoulder, as you mentioned from a year ago, blowing that 3-1 lead in the bubble to the Dodgers and the NLCS. Uh, I think they'll they'll surprise the people and maybe win a game or two that uh, it's not going to be a sweep. So I think Atlanta can force the issue uh, to win, to scrap out two games and force it to a five-game series. On the flip side for Milwaukee, as I said all season long, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are the, are the NL's version of the Chicago White Sox. They don't have the big names like the White Sox do in terms of the lineup, but Christian Yelich is still there. You still have Freddie Peralta in the starting rotation. Of course, we talked about Brandon Wilshire. He's, he, uh, he's, he's struggled down the stretch pitching-wise after having a hot start to the season, but he's still one of the top pitchers in the National League. And plus, they have a great bullpen led by Josh Hader, their, their closer. So it's going to come down to – the, to, to the bullpens for both these teams, I believe Milwaukee. I give Milwaukee the edge right there. And the starting pitching, Atlanta still has Charlie Morton. You still have Max Freed. He had, mm-hmm. both those guys have experience, but I think Milwaukee has it just a little bit more to get by. I think the Braves will give them some trouble, but Milwaukee should win this series. I'm picking Milwaukee at five. It'll probably be in four, like you said, but I'm going five. Yeah, I think that's that's why I think I picked them in four is because of their bullpen. That the the Brewers they've been pretty much unhittable. Although they're without one of their guys, I've got uh, Devin. I forgot uh, Devin Williams. I think that's his name. You know, you know, breaking. I guess he like he fractured his arm. I think celebrating their uh, NL that's Central. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So that that might be a that might make it take a hit in that bullpen. But again, we'll see. But it should be a fun series. Now, one series, the other AL series, where we were talking, we were so concerned with. Sox and Astros, but there was one series, the other series in the AL, the ALDS started last night. The Rays just, I don't want to say hammered the Red Sox, but I think there was a reason when we said on, on Monday that there's a reason why that the Rays would have preferred to face the Red Sox because mm-hmm. they actually have had the Red Sox's number. And there was actually, a <laughs> if you saw, yes, I know some people probably, some of you probably were watching um, Thursday Night Football Game, which we, we will recap, but Randy Arozarena actually became the first player in LB posted history to hit a home run and steal a, steal a home in the same game. <laughs> so he he led the Rays, and now they take a, a one nothing lead. So where do you see that's, that series? I think I had the uh, Tampa Bay in four. I don't know if I picked it on Friday or not, but I have Tampa Bay in four. The West, the Red Sox will squeak out a win um, when they go back home next week. But as as we said before all year, Likina, 
uh, give Tampa Bay credit in terms of their starting staff and, and their bullpen. As uh, Crystal O'Keefe, our guest from the last segment, mentioned, if you're the White Sox, uh, assu assuming that you get past Houston in this series, I don't want to face Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's bullpen is very good, just like the White Sox. I don't know White Sox have the names, but Tampa, they have some horses in, in there too. And so and you saw that last night. They didn't have to be used as much. I think for the Red Sox, I'm not going to give them too much of an excuse. It may sound like it when I what I'm about to say, but you know, facing the Yankees in a one-game playoff at home, it takes a lot out of you. And so you only have one day in between games. And so I uh, I can understand it from that standpoint. But the Red Sox should be ready. I believe Chris Sale will start um, tomorrow. So mm. in game two, I believe the game two is tomorrow. So no, tonight. Tonight, okay. So Chris yep. Sale who. Thank goodness wasn't used on Tuesday. He should be ready to go tonight. And I expect the Red Sox to uh, play better. Whether they win or not, yeah, it, it's still up in the air. But I expect them to play much better tonight. You, you got that uh, that lag out of your system. Uh, no more excuses. I expect the better performance from the road team tonight. It'll be yeah, it'll be Sale and Shane Boz for the Rays, and yeah, that's a three three. It's actually going to be right. You know, that's one of the that's the first night game at six oh two. That's the first pitch mm -hmm. tonight. And and look, I think for me, I think the Rays they're showing you why they won the division, and they, that last year wasn't a fluke. And look, I know they have you know the Vice have Devers, but he needs help. You know, Bogarts, you know, hit yeah. that big home run in the wild card, but they, he needs to step up more. You know, they, like I said, that on the on the race side they have Azor. Rosaria, I can't say that guy's name. I don't know. Sorry about that, Randy. <laughs> but uh, you know, they have you know Brandon Lone, Austin Meadows, so they have a, a good like solid lineup. I mean, yeah, there aren't a lot of you know big names, but you know what? They've been consistent. So, and I think that's going to be the key to them. We you know, win the series. I think I'm not going to say I think they will sneak in there. I think the Red Sox will and win one. Mm -hmm. But I, but I still say, you know, it, it's going to be very interesting with our buddy Armando. I think losing a game makes a team, a good team, play better the next game. And you, you probably might be right about that. So, you know, we'll see if that's the case for the White Sox and also to the Red Sox as well. We're about 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes or so from first pitch between the Red, sorry, between the White Sox and Astros game two from Houston. That's at 1.07 p.m. Central Standard Time on MLB Network. We have a great idea for you guys, whether you're at home or you're at work watching it via the stream. Turn down the game sound and turn us up at Sports on Chicago and Second City Sports. Senator Kim will rock with you, hang out with you until uh, 2 o'clock. We'll give you uh, updates throughout the game between the White Sox and the Astros game two. Hopefully the White Sox will have a better result today. Lakina, that ends our baseball talk. We still have uh, several more minutes left before we close out the first hour as we now begin Hashtag Football Yay! Friday. Yay! Let's get into college football, Lakina. And we got a couple of games tonight. Uh, actually, three to be exact, but two of them are key in terms of top 25. We have number five, Cincinnati at 4 and 0 hosts and 3 and 2 Temple. That's at 6 p.m. on ESPN, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I mean, you know, I know Temple, I know since Matt Rule left, um, Temple has not been the Temple that we, they kind of went back to being like, you know, I don't want to say mediocre, but, you know, Temple is not where they used to be. So, with when Mad Rule was still there. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I think, you know, since the I'm I'm sure Luke Fickle will have his guys ready and avoid the upsets, you know, after that, you know, high against, you know, being Notre Dame. But I, I think they'll be I think they'll well, no, actually the Cincinnati, they're hosting Temple. So yes, yeah, so they shouldn't have no problem with Temple as long as they don't have that hangover from uh from last Saturday's game against Notre Dame. So that should be should be a fun one, but I don't think 
says he shouldn't have shouldn't have any problems with them. Uh, Stanford, Arizona State. That's the nightcap. That's the second half of the doubleheader. That should be a fun one. Stanford should not have won against Oregon, but again, it is what it is. Arizona State had a nice bounce back win, so let's hope they can keep it up. And this is also two for divisional positioning, so Arizona State's like right there in the Pac-12 West right now. So we'll yeah. see how they we'll see how they do. Yeah, so we'll see how how they do. That should be a fun one now. The, well, you know, what? One final, yeah, one final from last night from college football in the top 25. Number 15, Coastal Carolina dominated Arkansas State 52-20. Yeah, they're trying to – they got to hope that since they lose, that's probably the only way they'll be able to sneak in there in the New Year's Six game. So, you know, they, they, they're still doing their thing, and, you know, Coastal Carolina is not – they're not letting up. So, let's see if they can keep the ball the ball rolling, rolling here. Uh, to start off our Saturday preview for tomorrow's games, um, you do it better than I do, Sid. You know, the big noon Saturday, and I can't do it big like that. Big noon Saturday. Yeah, actually, it's a doubleheader tomorrow for five. Yeah, stars. right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, that's going to actually be it. Actually, you know, the ABC, that's actually going to be an ABC game, actually, the Red River rivalry between Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, Bijou Williams, you know, uh, he had like 250 yards since their last game against TCU. Mm-hmm. Texas did, so Texas running, the Texas running back, so he might run that many yards because we all know Oklahoma's defense make things interesting, but that should be a fun mm-hmm. one there over in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. You know, this annual rivalry, they're always, you know, this could this could be a bar burner here, so it should be a lot of fun. Now, the actual Big Moon Saturday game, uh, should, I don't know if, I think Ohio State should be an upset alert. You know, the Maryland team, I know they want to get that bad taste out of their mouth for uh, after getting, you know, pummeled by Iowa, so I'm sure – Mike Lasky will have his guys ready, and and I know Ohio State's at the, the, the number seven now, but they still don't really play like it. So it should be an interesting one there. Yeah, and speaking of Ohio State, we talked about it last couple of weeks. Looking, they they struggle to start fast against what they've been known for in the past, starting fast in games, and it's going to be another test to see if they can do that, especially against a conference rival like you said, Maryland. Looking to get a bad taste out of their mouths from last week. Ohio State has the better talent on paper. They're ranked number seventh in the nation. But you're at home at the horseshoe. You should be able to get off to, to a, a, a better start. Uh, that's the key. If they don't, there's going to be another bar burning. Like, like you said, they it could be an upset. I know some people may not see it that way, but I do. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I think so too. And I think, look, they're gonna, like I said before, I'm sure you know, should be a very interesting game. Also, another 11 a.m. game. This will be on the Big Ten Network. You got Michigan State and Rutgers. Yeah, you talked about Mel Tucker over the last year or so to Lakina. It looks like they want to, they're, they're back to being what they are as being one of those top teams in the Big Ten, uh, competing for bowl games every year to those top tier bowl games. And uh, let's see if they can take care of Rutgers. If they can, they'll they'll be on their way. I, I think they played Michigan in a couple of weeks, correct? I believe you're right. Yep. Yeah, so so it's a tune-up for for that big time in-state rival game. So you want to uh, collect the wins uh, when possible, and and which sets you up for for, for uh, Michigan in a couple of weeks uh, for when you face better opponents down the road. Yep, yeah, they don't play Michigan until the thirtieth, but yeah, they still have yeah, yeah. they have a should be a, but it should be interesting one there with uh with them and Rutgers, uh, two teams in the SEC that are going to have to. Do some bounce back after getting pummeled, Arkansas and Ole Miss. That should be a fun one. That's at 11 a.m. on ESPN in Oxford. Should be a <laughs> should be a good one. Both teams looking for the, looking to bounce back big time. Yeah, who needs more, Ole Miss at three and one or Arkansas? And both teams got embarrassed last week. Of course, Arkansas took it on the took it on the chin against Texas A&M, and of course, 
We saw with Ole Miss with Alabama. Lane Kiffin um, playing nice with his old show. Talk about get your popcorn ready before the Alabama game. We saw what happened. So I think he's giving out five popcorn to 5,000 fans I read I saw mm -hmm. this morning. So <laughs> we'll see what's up with that. I know you want to get the fans in the student section involved. So let's see if you can get your players involved to uh, get back on track. As you mentioned, this is this is a big game. Also at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network, number 20 Florida will try to improve their record to four and two, hosting two and three Vanderbilt. Yeah, they shouldn't have no problems with Vanderbilt looking to bounce back from that loss. At Kentucky, uh, West Virginia and Baylor, that's always fun with those two mm -hmm. pack, those two big 12 teams matchup. That's 11 a.m. on FS1. Going into the 230 game, another good one here on CBS. You got Georgia and Auburn. That should be you know, Auburn with a nice bounce back win against LSU. And also to Georgia coming off that that huge win against Arkansas, speaking of with that the game we talked about previously, that should be a fun one down in Auburn at Jornair. Yeah, this could be an early preview or who gets one of those, uh, assuming Alabama gets that one spot, if that's the case, it comes down to three spots. Who's going to get one of those three spots? I think whoever wins this game has the fastest track to get one of those three spots. As you mentioned, Auburn is coming off that bad loss from a couple weeks ago at uh, Penn State, we'll get to them in a moment. They have a big game this week. And also, Georgia, they just keep on rolling. So uh, some people, including yours truly, uh, have Georgia as the best team in the country, even though Alabama's doing their thing. So whoever wins this game, I believe, has a fast track to get in the, probably, perhaps maybe the number two seed in terms yeah. of the football playoff. So this is huge. Huge indeed. In the Mountain West, you got Two three. That's actually gonna be an ABC game. We got Boise State against undefeated BYU. I'm sure the Broncos would love to kind of derail BYU's chance of trying to go for an undefeated season. So they've been in that situation. West Coast football, Lakina. This is the game for you. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure both those schools are excited because they're on ABC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing they're getting the showcase game, which is yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Wake Forest and Syracuse. I know. Uh, uh, Dave, our buddy Dave, the buddy Dave Kerner, Jordan Burfield, both Syracuse grads. I'm sure looking forward to this game. Uh, Wake mm -hmm. Forest, the, the only undefeated team left in the ACC. I don't think anybody thought that earlier in the year. Um, SMU Navy, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Randy Cross will be calling that game. That should be a fun one there. Uh, let's see. Florida State will try to get their first win in this, of the season against North Carolina. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin, Illinois. I know our buddy Lamont Scott's looking forward to that. Game. Uh, sorry, Wisconsin cannot lose this game. Can they? <laughs> can they? <laughs> I know they're disappointing. At, excuse me, one and three, but they can't lose to Illinois. Can they? You never know. <laughs> uh, a big, a big one here in the Big Ten. State in the Big Ten. They got a top five matchup. We got number four Penn State and Iowa on Fox Kinnick Stadium, where things happen there in October yes. at Kinnick Stadium. So. Can the Penn State sort of keep up their offense? Can Iowa's defense show slow down their uh their offense? So it should be uh that should be a good one on Fox. Now, yeah, I, now I wish this game was on at six thirty on ABC or at noon on Fox. I, I understood why Fox did it to draw those Ohio State fans in to keep mm -hmm. the keep the clicker or your stream on that same channel mm -hmm. to watch this game. But this is going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to come down to uh, Penn State's uh, run defense against Iowa's um, a rushing attack. As you mentioned, Lakina, uh, historically, Iowa's had a great offensive line play. Uh, Penn State has been doing a great job, especially defensively. 
you know, Penn State needs to put some points on the board. Can it keep up with Iowa and doing that? I'm not sure, but I think it's going to be, as you mentioned, I'm going to go a little bit ahead of you. I know you pre-1980s football in terms of the NFL, but I think it's going to be a 2017 game, 17-10. I won't be surprised if you see your, the final score around that number. Should be a, a fun one uh, there. Uh, the nightcap in the Big Ten. I know. I know it's a little weird that they picked this game. To, ABC. I think they didn't really have a choice because they had they had second pick, but Michigan, Nebraska. I know some people say that you know Nebraska. I'm sure they're gonna have the black shirts. I'm sure you know the, the people in Lincoln will have. They'll be ready at Memorial Stadium. But I mean, Michigan. They should be an upset alert, but I don't think it's gonna be a, a big deal. I mean, they're not. I mean, you know, they can slow. I think they can slow down Adrian Martinez. So that's going to, if they can slow him down, I think that's basically going to be a wrap for Nebraska. So I'm sure Har Coach Harbaugh, Jim, uh, John Har Jim Harbaugh, I should say, his guys will probably have his guys ready for that game. Yeah, I agree with you. Michigan should be able to dominate. At the same time, at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on the ACC Network is number 14, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They'll travel to Virginia Tech to face Virginia Tech, rather. Notre Dame checking in at 4-1, Virginia Tech 3-1. Yeah, that should be a... I, mean, I know Tech's been struggling the last couple of weeks. You know, they're 3 and I know they had a bad loss a couple of weeks ago. They were actually <clears throat> off last week, so you know, they were actually be able to beat uh, Richmond, so to bounce back. But I think, look, I'm not going to say they should be upset, but, you know, Notre Dame. But, you know what, Tech's more than capable of doing it. And I'm sure the folks at Blacksburg are going to be... That, that place is going to be rocking, so... Mm-hmm. Also, too, at 7 o'clock on CBS, we'll have number one Alabama, the Crimson Tide, going to College Station to take on the Texas A&M Aggies. I'm uh, not going to – yeah, A&M struggled <laughs> the, last, the last couple of games. That's why they're not in the top 25 anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, do, do you think Jimbo Fisher can pull off an up – help have his Aggies pull off an upset? Maybe who knows, but <laughs> I, I, look, I, like I said, I don't know what, what's going to happen there. But uh, that should, like I said, I'm sure you know Kyle Field and Kyle Station they're going to be rocking, and it should be a lot of fun. LSU and Kentucky, you know, Kentucky, you know, they're in a, they're back in the top six, top twenty five for the first time, thinking like about five or six years. So Mike Suits, you know, Mike Suits have this has this guys rolling. So we'll see if they can keep it up against a, a pretty good LSU team that probably will not be in a very good mood after losing to. Auburn at, at home, so that should be a fun one. Utah and USC, we'll see if that should be an interesting one uh, there as well. Uh, New Mexico and uh, San Diego State, they're undefeated. San Diego State's undefeated right now. That should be a fun one. UCLA and Arizona, I mean, they, 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 UCLA shouldn't have any problems in Arizona, I don't think. They shouldn't, Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. They shouldn't. They should. Yeah, they shouldn't. And of course, uh, New Mexico will state will tra uh, travel to Las Vegas to take on Nevada. So that's your uh, weekend lineup in the world of college football. Our number one in the books, our number two straight ahead on this hashtag Football Friday live and in living color right here on Sports Hill Chicago on Second City Sports. City Lakina here with you. On the flip side, we'll have our good friend Christine Manica from KXRB Radio at the bottom of the next hour to preview the week five, I believe, Lakina in the National Football League. Yes, sir. And, and in our next segment, we'll preview Bears and Las Vegas Raiders. Do the Bears actually have a chance now that Justin Fields has been named the quote-unquote full-time starter? And we'll get you ready for the other key games from the from the world of the National Football League and plus a whole lot more. Along with Lakina McGee, I am Cindy Brown. You listen to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago. Stay tuned. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. 
In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shot out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That, that's going to be, we're going to say that three years from now, but at the same point in time for him, um, there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this, which is good too. Like that's what we want. We want that to happen. Download the free score app, lightning fast update. So you never think it's why the score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the sports flash on the sports zone, Chicago. Bluestar medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Hashtag Football Friday, hour number two on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Miss Lakina McGee, which is she. I'm Cindy Brown. That's me. You can follow yours truly on Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80. That's S I D K I D A zero. That's S I D K I D A zero. Follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan's McGee on the IG. We know we're we're a couple minutes away from game two between the White Sox and the Astros uh, in game two of the AL Division Series. Well, the Astros lead their best of five series, rather, one game to none. Whether you're in your office watching it on the stream or you're at home watching it on television, turn the sound down the game, turn us up on Second City Sports. We're with you from now until 2 o'clock. As we now will give, get into our preview in an NFL Week 5 matchup between our Chicago Bears, who check in at 2-2, two and two, the Las Vegas Raiders check in at 3-1. and one. Lakina, this game will take place at the uh, Raiders' new home in Las Vegas on Sunday, 3.05 p.m., you can watch that game on CBS. CBS's number two team will be there in Evan Washburn, Charles Davis, and Ian Eagle. Lakina, the Bears with an important victory last week against uh, the Detroit Lions by the score of 24 to 14. Justin Fields, we mentioned on Monday, he looked great. He's been uh, named the full time starter now. Matt Nagy, you weren't fooling anybody but yourself. Anybody mm-hmm. else who is dumb enough to listen, but we'll get into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. But I. The, of course, uh, the uh, the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, they lose a, a close one. I know those, uh, the final score didn't, didn't uh, indicate it, but they lost a co- close one after trailing by 21 points uh, early in the game to the Los Angeles Chargers, or we call them the San Diego Chargers or Los Angeles on this show. But uh, the Raiders lost in prime time on the road last week. They get to come back home to try to rebound 
uh, I guess the Bears Lakina. Uh, what what do you uh, uh, what percentage we will make our picks on this game along with the rest in our next time? Maybe that was Matt Nagy ringing your phone, but <laughs> <laughs> but what are your three keys uh, for the Bears to pull off an upset over the Raiders on the road this Sunday? Yeah, I mean. It's going to be interesting with Damian Williams now running the ball instead of, you know, David Montgomery's going to be out for about five weeks. That's going to be the key. And look, you've got a pretty solid uh, front seven for, yeah, they're, you know, they're not, you know, world beers, but the Max Crosby's pretty good. You know, Quentin Jefferson's pretty good. So, yeah, that's, you know, those are two line, two, you know, you know defensive tackles and defensive end that's actually really good. And also, too, you know, will Fields have the time? I mean, I still don't trust that O line. I, I don't. And, and that's another mm-hmm. key. I think uh, another key is, you know, Khalil Mack. He's been named the captain of this game. Of course, you know, he he was a Raider, wasn't a Las Vegas Raider. They were still in Los Angeles, Oakland. Oh, I don't Oakland, know. Yep. Oakland, yeah, they've moved so many times. But, <laughs> but, but, also, but also, he actually is playing with a rib injury and a sprained foot. So you got to think how, you know, 100% he really is, you know, playing through injuries. You know what? It, it's going to, I think it's going to be one of those games. It's going to be one of those like 10, 12, like 12, 10 or, 13 10 type of games because I think both offenses just aren't you really don't know now again you know you probably you may see more you know less you know gimmicky stuff you know with you know Justin Fields but yeah is he going to have the time like yeah, I take, said I think that's going to be the thing yeah taking a look at the numbers from both teams uh offensively the Bears are ranked number 32 even though they put up 24 points last week against a bad Lions team uh, the Raiders ranked seventh in total offense in the National Football League. On defense, the Raiders, which uh, they struggled uh, on defense the last couple of years, they're ranked number 19th overall. While the Bears' defense are ranked number 12th in passing, uh, Derek Carr has been having a great year for the Las Vegas Raiders. The reason uh, the Oakland has the number three passing attack in the league, while the Bears are checking in at number 32 dead last. Now, rushing the football, the Raiders check in at number 27th. Uh, while the Bears check in at number 11. Lakina, uh, who's going to run the ball the best? As you mentioned, David Montgomery is going to be out close to a month with that uh, knee injury. Think of this is, is not any more serious than what we people speculated after uh, last Sunday's win. But Damian Williams, this is why you signed him in the offseason. He's going to get both logo of the carries. Uh, let's see if Khalil Herbert could get uh, some carries as well. I'm sure he's going to relieve Mr. Williams at times during the game. On the flip side, you have Peyton Barber for the Raiders. I know Josh Jacobs has, has been there, stud running back as well. Lakina, if the Bears, Davis, as we expect for them to at least play competent football, the Raiders going to have to learn uh, uh, are, going, are going to have to uh, lean on pounding the rock because head coach of the Raiders, John Gruden, always preaches uh, for his teams to pound the rock, pound the rock. And, the, and I assume that Eddie Goldman will be making his uh, uh, regular season debut this Sunday. And if that's the case, uh, the, the Raiders have a tall task ahead of them, assuming that the Bears play competent defense because John Gruden, even though he likes Derek Carr right now, if Derek Carr turns it over a couple of times, uh, it's going to be an ugly day for that, for that uh, passing offense for the Raiders. Well, but if you're Derek Carr, you got to be salivating because that secondary, yeah, Jalen Johnson has, you yeah. know, he's been pretty good. But again, you know, that's not really much to write home about. Eddie Jackson, okay, yeah, you've seen some of, seen some flashes from him this year, but, you know, you got to go up against Henry Ruggs Jr. and Hunter Renfro. So those are two guys that might benefit because we saw what happened a couple, you know, a couple of weeks ago against, you know, the Rams for the Bears. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't really trust that secondary against that. That might be the one thing that maybe, you know, Carr, now can they force Carr to make a turnovers? You know, 
he could. I mean, but again, also to Akeem Hicks might be out again with the groin injury. That groin has been a been a big issue for him the last couple of weeks. So, look, I think for look, I think for me, it's going to be like who who will show up. I think because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fans from Chicago and also maybe some a lot of Chicago based folks who are now in Las Vegas. They're going to be a lot of you know making the trek to the game. So. Uh, you might see about a third, maybe 30, 35% Bears fans there. So, again, that's going to be a very, you know, interesting, you know, how atmosphere there as well. And, you know, as, as for the defense, I, I mean, look, I'm, you know, Khalil maxed on 100%, like I said earlier. You know, that that's going to be a concern. That has to be. And, look, we'll see how, you know, Justin Fields look. I mean, look, can they keep him upright? Can that O-line keep him upright? Because that's a pretty – I'm not going to say they're, like, a top 10 defense, like I said earlier, but they mm-hmm. have some players. I just mentioned them. So, you know, I'm, I'm not – I don't know if I'm, I'm – you know, I really trust them with that. So, it, it's it's going to get, you know, very – it's going to get very tough for this. Um, yeah, I, I mean – like I said, I think that's going to be the key. Are we going to see the the, the old line that kept them that kept Fields upright against the you know, the Lions? Of course, I still say it's the Lions. Or are we going to see you know have are the you know the defense have like a nine sack game like they like you know the Browns did? So we'll see. You listen to hashtag Football Friday on Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago. We're live and in living color. Sid Lakin here with you as we preview the Sunday's game between the Chicago Bears and the Las Vegas Raiders. Lakina, let's stick with their Raiders offense. Tight end Darren Waller, he's one of the best young tight ends in the game. I want to see mm-hmm. that how they match up, uh, he, how Waller goes up against that Bears defense, in particular linebacker Walcron Smith. We talked about it on Monday, Lakina, and I think I keep to Lee mentioned it on the broadcast during last week's Lions-Bears game. Walcron is great in coverage, but he's not great one-on-one. If that matchup happens, do you see uh, Mr. Uh, Waller taking advantage of it, or do you think Mr. Smith will have something in store for him? Uh, well, like I said, I mean, I don't think, you know, Carr hasn't been sacked too many times, so I think could, you know, look, it's going to be a tough task, but again, you have a mm-hmm. Khalil Mack that's not 100%, so they, they, they might be able to take advantage of that. So I think that's going to be a very interesting matchup there. Um, like I said, I mean, Hicks, Hicks is still not, you know, he may not play. So I think that's a little, that's nothing I'm a little worried about there. Um, you know, can, you know, can Eddie Goldman, you know, can, how big of his, uh, how big of an impact can he make? You know, Robert Quinn, we've heard his name in the last couple of games, you know, can, you know, will we still hear his name? I mean, we'll see. I mean, look, I think this is going to be one of those toss up games. I feel like, I think, you know, if you flip a coin, these two teams play, I know they played, Last year, you know, a couple years ago when they were in London, and this is actually mm-hmm. be the first time, you know, where they'll be they'll be you know Vegas will be playing at home with, against the Bears, so it's going to be a very interesting game. And I think, I mean, I think that's why they sent the you know, CBS and their number two team because it's actually going to be a pretty. They think it's going to be a pretty decent game, but we'll see. Uh, also, uh, going back to that Raiders defense, uh, I talked about him a couple of years ago. And he was part of that Khalil Matre. Of course, the aftermath that the Raiders picked up all those picks from the Bears uh, prior to the 2018 season. But watch out for number 24, Jonathan Abram, the hard-hitting safety. I know he struggles to coverage, but he could deliver big hits and he could uh, cause turnovers as well in that Raiders secondary. I know that their secondary isn't the greatest either, but watch out for Jonathan Abram. He's a hard hitter and he can give a couple of licks. So uh, if Mr. Fields decides to run down the middle of the field or if uh, Cole Komet or Allen Robinson decides to come in the middle of the field, they could be looking for some trouble. Now, sticking with Mr. Fields, Lakina, uh, 
in this game plan, uh, there was a great game plan last week. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Bears, Bill Lazor, called a great game. I expect him to do the same thing against this uh, suspect Raiders defense. It's a step above the Lions, maybe a couple of steps. They're not that much better, but they're better than the Lions. But I want to see them uh, do the same game plan again, Has have – uh, Justin in some rollouts, some play action. I want to see Cole Komet get involved more in the gameplay. Jimmy Graham, we didn't, haven't heard from him at all this this season. So I uh, assume that running game can get sort of on track. I want to see the tight ends in particular um, be used just a little bit more because if they are, they'll open it up, things up that much more for Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney, who had a great game last week against the Lions. Yeah, I want to – yeah, this actually be a good matchup too. I want to see how Casey Hayward Jr., I mean, he's been – Pretty solid as mm -hmm. well. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be going up against Allen Robinson. So former as charger. well, yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering like how much of an impact will he make against him? Look, I think it's going to be a very interesting. This could be an interesting game. I mean, I think you know we've had you know, issues with the Bears this year, and 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 look, we just got to wait and see how which Bears team are we going to get. I mean, I think the Raiders are not not a bigger step up. I mean, I don't think they're they're. I think the Bears and the Raiders are kind of like in the same you know sort of like in the same wave. Like they're kind of like. You know, like under middle under five hundred, maybe you could say the Rays are a little bit better than the Bears. We'll just have to wait and see. You know, we'll see on the field. But uh, you know, I'm I'm sure you know Gruden will love to you know try to win this game. And it should be a should be a fun of uh, it should be an interesting. Like I said, it's gonna be a very entertaining game again if we can keep Justin Fields upright. If you have a comment about what do you expect from the Bears and or the Raiders for this Sunday's contest, you can place your comments in the comment section on our Facebook page. Uh, that's uh, Sports Zone Chicago on Facebook or at Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Place your comments in the comments section. Do you think the Bears will roll out the same game plan like they did last week against the Lions? Uh, do you expect them to get blown out, which is very possible? Uh, what do you expect from this Sunday's Bears-Raiders game? Place your comments in the comment section on our YouTube page at Sports Old Chicago or on Sports Old Chicago's Facebook page. Place your comments in the comment section. We'll begin with get them up and uh, running for you. Lakina, uh, last thing. Um, this is a big elephant in the room. In the room. Uh, Bears head coach Matt Nagy uh, officially announced that <laughs> I'm using air quotes for those listening exclusively on our audio podcast. Uh, Matt Nagy officially announced that Justin Fields will be the starter going forward. Let's just keep it simple. Who were you fooling, Mr. Nagy? You weren't fooling me or, or most of the people who were who paying attention with, with both their eyes wide open. <laughs> well, look, go, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of felt like, you know, somebody at the top probably like knocked on his door and probably told him to put Fields in. That, that's probably, to me, I think that's what happened. I, I think, you know, he's not fooling anybody. And I, I, that, I think that was probably the case where I think, you know, he got a knock on the door from, like, maybe one of the higher-ups. Maybe, maybe not Pace. Come and knock on just, our door. Uh, Your job is no. not waiting for you. Oh, it does. <laughs> um, not a lot of folks in our 35 who are going to be watching and listening to this one will we'll get that reference, what you just said. R.P. John Ritter. Yeah, oh, yeah, God rest his soul. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, th this was just – I've said it before – one of those times where I think you know some somebody at the top probably told him like yeah they'll put, put stop with the word salad put fields in I think that's pretty much keeping it simple there I think that's probably what happened I think they're not fooling anybody I don't think he wanted to make this move I think he kept trying to see if maybe you know Don will be healthy enough but I think somebody told him no 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 you know Fields gives him the best chance to win you know put him in so yeah, uh, update from Houston at the top of the first inning. Two men on for the Chicago Southsiders. Eloy Jimenez has a RBI uh, single. 
uh, which scored Luis Roberts of the White Sox grabbing early one nothing lead over the Houston Astros. We were at the top of the first inning, so the White Sox, uh, unlike yesterday, they're off to a hot start as far as their bats are concerned. We'll keep you updated uh, right here on Second City Sports on Sports on Chicago between now and 2 o'clock in Game 2 of that series. Lakina, let's go back to our NFL discussion as we mercifully <laughs> get away from the Bears until our girl Christine comes on at the, at the bottom of the hour. Are you looking forward to the first uh, NFL game in London this season? It will feature the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets. The Falcons checking in, both teams checking in at 1-3. As we mentioned, we'll give our picks in our next segment, but are you looking forward to the first game overseas this season? Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, I think this will be the first the first uh, London game in a couple of years because of the pandemic. So this should be a, a, an interesting game. I mean, the, the Jets are coming off their first win of the season against the Titans. So, and also Atlanta's been up and down. They've been close a couple of times. They sh- you probably say it should be three and one right now, but mm-hmm. you know this this might be an entertaining game. I mean, they might you know have a good one there, but uh, again, you know. Um, should be yeah. This is gonna be a tiny him stadium. This is where the tiny Hotspur is a Premier League team play. So I'm sure, you know, folks are. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be limited. You know, the the crowds and whatnot. And I'm sure vaccinations and stuff like that. So, but it should be a pretty entertaining game, I think. Um, I'm looking forward to the noon game. I think the Green Bay Cincy game might be. A, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that Cincy will pull off the upset. But I think I think Green Bay shouldn't look past them. I, I feel like you know because you saw what they you saw what Cincy did against the Bang against the, the Vikings. I should say you saw what they did against the Bears. You know, mm-hmm. almost pulling off that game if Bro had not <laughs> thrown a couple of those interceptions. So yeah. you know that should be a fun one. Um, Denver and Pittsburgh. It looks like Teddy Bridgewater will be a go. Um, but you know that should be a fun one. Pittsburgh hoping to bounce back. They're one and three. That should oof, that that. <laughs> Definitely need that win. Uh, need this win desperately. Pittsburgh does. Um, New England and Houston, you know, one and threes. I don't know about uh, that. Uh, ten. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the the New Orleans Saints traveling to uh, traveling to our nation's capital to face the Washington football team. Both teams are checking in at two and two. I believe our good friend Spiro Deals will be calling that game for CBS. Yes, he will. Um, Cleveland and Los Angeles. That should be a fun one. It looks like Baker Mayfield is banged up. So yeah, he's been playing with a torn, partial tear in his shoulder. I know Ouch. he's looking for a contract extension. So wherever numbers he puts up, he deserves the bag and then some. <laughs> yeah, that should be a fun one there in Los Angeles. That's actually going to be the other game, you know. So if you don't, people in Chicago won't get that game because it's you know the same time you know, on CBS as the, the Bears mm-hmm. Raiders team. But you can watch it, you know, via whatever your device, your know, computer, television, smart TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you have to do the Sunday ticket package, you could watch right. it there as well. San Fran and Arizona. I mean, San, you know, I think Arizona, they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. I don't think anybody this could had be, that. This, yeah, this could be, and it should be. I'm sounding like Harry Curry. It might be, it could be, it should be. Uh, well, whatever. But uh, this should be the uh, the first career start of Trey Lance. If you, uh, right. head coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan. I don't care yeah. what Jimmy G, how he feels or what his injury situation is. It may sound cruel to some people the way it just came out of my mouth, but let's be real here. I know Trey Lance may not be ready yet. I know some people say, well, Jimmy G gives you the best chance to win. But as we talked about throughout this early part of the season, Lakina, San Francisco has struggled to, to start hot offensively in games. 
And Trey Lance gives you that spark, and that's what you need for you, the 49ers. Their defense actually hasn't been that bad. It's just no, that they start slowing off. They start slowing offense. And you need uh, Trey Lance should be starting this game. I think he will. If he does, even if he gets killed, you know, he I believe personally he still gives the 49ers the best chance to win. He has the better mobility than Jimmy G. That yeah, but even regardless, it should be a fun one there. But these are two NFC yeah. West rivals, so it should be a fun one there. Incidentally, this is not the first time that the, that the the Cardinals this is the last time the Cardinals were the last team. The, the, it happened in 1974, so you know they started <laughs> actually started seven and zero that year. So you know we'll see if that that trend can continue for them. The Sunday night game is going to be the real fun one here. Said you got Buffalo and Kansas City. I might I might surprise you with my pick, but again, you guys have to find out in a little bit. Well, Buffalo is seeking revenge for what happened last year in the championship game. Of course, Kansas City has struggled out of the gate at 2-2. Two two. Buffalo has looked like the class of the AFC Conference, according to some people. I, I think it's going, to be a, uh, it's going to be a great game. Let's hope for a great game. I'll be flipping back and forth between that and the White Sox game three with the Astros. Of course, the Sox will have their first home game at Sox Park in since 2008. But going back to football, I, I, it's going to come down to the running game for both teams. It, it, it really is. So who's going to uh, who's going to force turnovers? Because remember, Buffalo couldn't do that after the first quarter in last year's championship game. Their defense fell apart, especially in that second half. If Buffalo can uh, not uh, turn the ball over with Josh Allen, if their defense can step up, I'm talking about Buffalo's. If Buffalo's defense can step up. And for some turnovers, and, and Buffalo convert them into touchdowns instead of field goals. Buffalo can walk away with the, with the win on the road. That could be a big key there, and it'll uh, be a big kind of confidence booster for the Bills. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I and I think they're going to want that revenge after what happened last year in the AFC title game. Kind of felt like you know the ball didn't bounce you know, a different way. They probably would have been right. They probably would have been going yeah. to the Super Bowl, but. Uh, we'll see. Um, New Orleans or Washington? That's the Nooners. Another new game yeah, on CBS. That that one. Be, yep. Yeah, so that should be a, a fun one there as well. So we still got a few minutes left, Sid. Uh, let's recap uh, last night's really entertaining game between a couple of other NFC West rivals. You got you know the the Rams uh, pulling away from the Seahawks. Uh, fingers are the theme here for you know. The, ow! Matt the, ow! Matt Stafford uh, busts his index finger, but it didn't like it deterred him. Uh, threw for 365 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Russell Russell Wilson, unfortunately, not so much. He you know, injured his right middle finger, and we saw Geno Geno Smith for the first time like five or six, like four or five years. You know, the, the first drive that he you know, he took, you know, pushed, marched them down the field and, you know, 96 you know, yard uh, series. We saw, oh, that's that's Geno Smith from uh, West Virginia. You know, they, yeah. they were up there for a little bit, you know, him and Steve Sleep. So that, that was a those were good teams back in the mid 2000s. But in the last series where they threw the interception, that now, now granted Tyler Lockett fell. So there was really nothing he could have done there. But uh, he could be the guy going forward, especially it looks like they, you know, looks like he might, you know, Russell Wilson for the first time in his career might be gone for a little bit. Yeah, as we talked about before we went on air, Lakina, uh, Geno Smith did look good, but there's he hasn't played in the NFL game outside of preseason in the last few years. But did you check out that, uh, first of all, uh, uh, let's give credit to the Rams. Uh, yes. They had a great running attack with Sony Michelle and Darrell mm -hmm. Henderson. As we talked about before, Lakina, if they can run the ball to help out Matthew Stafford, that Rams team will be unstoppable because they already have the defense led by Aaron Donald. So that's 
solid in, in that set, but the Rams can run the ball with some consistency. Uh, they'll be okay. But did you check out that double punt <laughs> in the same series last night? I saw that. I was like, did I see what I, <laughs> I think I just saw? Because it reminded me of going to hockey. I know hockey starting sex. We will talk more about that on Monday. But remember Andrew Shaw's uh, headbutt goal yes. in game two of the <laughs> Anaheim Steers in the Western Conference Finals back in that 2015? <laughs> I said, that's the first thing that popped in my head. And I was like, I didn't think you could do that. I'll punt the ball twice after getting it blocked the first time. I, I, I had what? never seen anything like that. Yeah, Michael Dixon, you know, I'm sure like that was sort of like, oh, uh, it, it got blocked. His punt got blocked. Then he kicked it again. And I thought, you know, it, it threw off. If you heard the broadcast, it threw off uh, Aikman and uh, and Joe Buck as well. They they, they said that, they, that some people were feeling like, wait a minute, that, that's legal? So, like, I don't I didn't think it was yeah. legal, but, you know, <laughs> they let it go. And, and look, it was one. It was a double punt that started turning for a little bit. But, it, you know, crazy things happen between these two teams. And, again, there's another crazy one. So, but let, let's see. I mean, Jamal Adams was a little like up and down for the Seahawks, so I'm sort of looking forward to see how, especially as it looks like Russell Russell might be gone for a while. So it was like, who who steps up? You know, can Geno Smith, you know, with practice, can he be the? Because like he is going to be the guy going forward. Yes, and our girl going forward as she joins us a little bit early <laughs> is our girl Chicago's very own our home girl from KXRB Radio, uh, <laughs> all for our charity work on the radio last week. Miss Christine Manica. Hey. Christine, welcome to the show. You know, a lot has happened within the last couple of weeks, but I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we <laughs> were talking about the uh, Seattle, uh, uh, I was going to say St. Louis, good grief, the Los Angeles good Rams grief. game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Los Angeles Rams game from last night. And have you seen the uh, Dick Dickerson punt twice in the same series? Uh, yeah. I, I, I've never seen that before in a game of football. You can get to punt twice. I thought it was going to be a flag thrown, but I guess you could do it. You now know, you'll see kickers around the league trying to do that now. <laughs> I, I, I'm more upset at the fact that because, you know, my, my fantasy QB is Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, gone. So, yeah. And my backup is Baker Mayfield. He's playing with a shoulder injury. So <laughs> if anybody has any free agents, let me know. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> Yeah, your girl's yeah, struggling. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought of you. I'm like, oh lord, our you know, our girl Christine, both for a quarterback. So we're gonna be scared. <laughs> we're to go yeah, we're done for up. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go go ahead. So I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I know. Before we take our break for the bottom of the hour, Christine, of course, game two between the White Sox and Astros is going on right now. Bottom one, the White Sox have an early one nothing lead as the Astros lead their best of five series, one game to none. Of course, there's been talk about what happened yesterday with the White Sox losing. Lance Lynch and that pitch he should be pitching today. Mm -hmm. And Tony LaRusa, well, everything gets blamed on him. Why I don't know. And of course, Lance McCullers. He's old, pitch. that's why. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, and Lance true. McCullers. Yeah. And Lance McCullers pitched a great game uh, for the Astros yesterday. What were your thoughts about the loss yesterday for, for Chicago Southsiders? Can I just say I wasn't panicking? Everyone was blowing up my phone yesterday saying, oh, my gosh, Christine, what are you going to do? And I just said, there's there's still a lot of baseball left. There's two yeah. games left. Let it happen. You know, we knew that they were at least going to come this far. Ideally, did we want this team to be Houston? No. But, you know, things happen. And. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried. And just to hear that they are up one, nothing right now, let, let's keep it going. Just take it one, one ball at, at a time, one inning at a time and just Chicago breathe. Everybody <laughs> breathe. <laughs> 
Yeah, it looks like, yeah, the Musa. Exactly, exactly. Well, so far, uh, get the first two outs, also, too. Of course, Eloy was able to take advantage of that bases loaded, got a, a sack fly single, but. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm hoping that they can you know, jump on you know, Valdez early, and they've done that so far, it looks like. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, it should be should be a, a fun uh, game, too. Yeah, um, what be more fun is our NFL picks. So Lakina will have our results for the first <laughs> our first four weeks of the regular season. I don't want to hear it. It's fine. No, no, it's actually it's not too bad. We actually we did not have a good week last week. None of none, none of the three of us did. But exactly. But over but over <laughs> actually it actually not too bad. I actually re-listened to the last you know the first couple of weeks of the show and we're actually we're doing a little bit better, Christy. So I'll, I'll tell you why as we do our <laughs> NFL week five. Picks with our girl KXRB's Christine Manica coming up next. This is Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, and we'll be right back. AutomotiveMap.com presents the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. In Sunday's Major League Baseball action, the Cubs got pounded 9-1 at home against Kansas City. The White Sox shut out on the road 9-0 at Tampa. NFL preseason on Saturday, the Bills hammered the Bears 41-15. Andy Dalton, 11 of 17, passing 146 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Justin Fields, 9 of 19 for 80 yards. Head coach Matt Nagy says Dalton remains the week one starter and that Fields is ahead of schedule. When you look at a guy like Justin and you see the things that he's doing, um, are there some things that he can get better at? Yeah, for sure. That, that's going to be we're going to say that three years from now but at the same point in time for him um there's also things that he's doing better probably than we thought coming into this which is good too like that's what we want we want that to happen Download the free Score app. Lightning Fast update so you never miss a thing. It's why the Score app is one of North America's most popular sports apps. I'm Chuck Sanders. Dance the Sports Flash on the Sports Zone Chicago. Bluestar medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. Automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Welcome back to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Lakina McGee and our good friend Miss Christine Manick from KXRB Radio in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I am Sydney Brown. Uh, if you want to uh, comment on on our topics, from, any of our topics from today's show, including our, our football picks, uh, which will be coming to you in just a moment, you can do so by going to Sports Zone Chicago's Facebook page or going to Sports Zone Chicago's YouTube page. Drop your picks in the comments section, and I'll. Uh, give your questions out to Christina or Lakino or myself uh, during today's White Sox game. We're uh, less than a half hour away for shutting the show down. So if you have any comments or questions for us, drop it in the comment section. Lakino will get them up and running for you. Uh, of course, now, ladies, let's get ready to uh, 
uh, get our picks together for week five in a national football league. Lakina, what is our results through the first four weeks of the season? Well, I have them right here. Said you're in the lead with 42. Uh, as but, always, as uh, always. Not, boy. Not, not, not the good news, <laughs> but the good news is that I'm right behind you at 41. And Christine, you're right behind. You know, there's only a two game uh, separation between the three of us. So, still a lot to be played. So, do not get discouraged, Christine. We are I, right there. I was there. not proud of myself last week. I'll say that. I was oh, I wasn't all weird. I was yeah, <laughs> some of that stuff was, yeah. Some of those picks we, we definitely missed on, but we shouldn't miss on some of these picks today. But it, again, you know, it, it, look, there's still last season left. You know, we're in week five right, already. So this will be the first of the London games. This will be the Jets and the Falcons. There's an early game, 8.30 a.m. Central time. And so, you know, get up early for this game. But uh, Sid, you start this. Of course, that game can be seen on NFL Network at 8.30 a.m. Um, Chicago time. Or if you don't get NFL Network, uh, as Lakina said, you can search for Google and you can find your answers there to see the game via the Google. But, <laughs> but anyhow, uh, the Jets got on track with the first win of the, of the season last week against the banged-up Tennessee Titans team and uh, yep. winning in overtime. The Atlanta Falcons, I had Matt Ryan Stern as my fantasy quarterback last week. His numbers look good, but he had that stupid turnover falling at his knees instead of throwing it out of bounds. He threw it to the open defender from the Washington team. Good grief. And, of course, Jared McKissick had that airborne touchdown at the end of the game to clinch it for the Washington football team. Uh, I, <laughs> I know Atlanta has now starting to have injuries all over the place, especially defensively. Maybe this will be a good thing for the Jets to get out of the country and go on the road because they won't have as many distractions. But this is really a toss-up game, to be honest with you. I know Zach Wilson is a rookie quarterback. I know he had a good game last week. But I don't like this pick. I really don't. But I'm going with the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's not as easy as you think, you know, folks. It really isn't. Uh, you, you know, <laughs> th this is going to be bad either way, right? Like, yeah. a lot of people have given up on the Falcons. And, you know, surprisingly, this this could be a tough game. Um, So, I don't know. I think I'm just going to go with the Falcons just because they seem to have a little bit more of their their ish together than the Jets do at times. So I, I, I'm going to go with Atlanta for this one. I want to apologize to the good folks in London who are going to be watching this game at Tottenham Stadium because it's, yeah, I, this could be a, like a, a nine, six, you know, 10, seven or whatever. And, you know, 1980s football, mm, Lakina. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what it's gonna be. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. pick the Falcons as they're supposed to be the home team in this game. I know they had a lot of injuries, but the Jets they might be, you know, a bit of a bit of a high from last game. But uh, yeah, it'll be, it might be entertaining. It might surprise us. Who knows? Um, in the noon uh, games versus the noon games, you got the 0 and 4 Lions against the 1 and 3 Vikings in the NFC North. Bad performance by Minnesota I last start week with against this Cleveland. One. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bad performance by the Vikings last week. Sorry. Only putting up seven points <laughs> against Cleveland. I know Cleveland has a surprise. has a good defense. It's not just Miles Garrett. Uh, you could blame Kirk Cousins and the entire Minnesota coaching staff. Uh, they still had a chance to win that game. On the flip side, Detroit, we saw what happened here in Chicago last week. <laughs> Enough said. 
I'm going with Minnesota one more time. They're at home. If they don't get their stuff together, uh, their head coach, Mike Zimmer, could be back on the hot seat. So I'm going with Minnesota. Christine? You know, ideally it should be Minnesota, right? But crazier things have happened, though. When it comes to going off of what Sid said, it should have, but Detroit pull off this one, I will be completely confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, um, I'll pick Minnesota. I guess since they're at home, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like this is. I don't want to say this is going to be a get right game for them, but. You know, they've just had some bad breaks, and, you know, Kirk Cousins due for maybe an interception or two. You're going to get every gate from him. So, but it, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll pick Minnesota. I might regret that later, but it should, it'll mm. be an interesting game, all as usual is between these NFC North rivals. Um, second game this in the noon slate, you got the Saints and Washington. Christine, you start, start this one. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I left this one blank. I don't know why, but I just couldn't decide at the <laughs> moment. So I, I, it's kind of, ah, boy. Um, again, tough one. I, I will go with Saints just because they, they seem to be a little bit more reliable. Kind of going off with what I said with the Jets earlier. So I, I'll give this one to the Saints. Uh, New Orleans um, had uh, they were leading the majority of their game last week in their true home debut against a garbage New York Giants football team. Shout out Saquon Barkley, he looked great in that game, especially <laughs> in the second half. Yeah. But uh, Washington with a surprise win on the road at Atlanta last week. I'm with you, Christine. I'm going with the Saints. It's going to be a close one, but Jameis Winston should do enough uh, for the Saints to win, and the Saints better run the ball. Uh, with Alpha Kamara, because if they don't, it's going to be a long day for the Saints offense. Uh, the the Saints, they had the Giants. Yeah. They were up 11 midway through that second yeah. half, and then they just yeah. gave it away. So I think this is a get-right game, especially for that New Orleans Saints defense. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that too. I mean, as much as I love Taylor Heineke and his story, I, I just don't trust that Washington offense overall. I, I know Cam Jordan, the rest of the Saints defense, are, are gonna, not going to be in a very good mood. They're going to be very angry. So I think we're gonna, I think we're going to get a good you know outing from Mr. Jameis Winston for the Saints. So I'm going to pick the Saints too on the road. All right, you got a couple one and threes here in the AFC. You got the Patriots and the Texans. Sid, you start. Uh, at the beginning of the year, it looked like it was going to be Cam Newton versus Deshaun Watson. Uh, look how the tide has turned. <laughs> Uh, Houston is terrible. Uh, they, they may be the worst football team in the league this year. I feel sorry for their new head coach. Uh, brother, what you got is yourself into. I know you didn't ask for it, but uh, here you go. <laughs> uh, for the flip side for, for New England, they put up a big fight last week in, in front of a national audience against Tom Brady and his crew. Matt Jones it looks like he's improving every week. I expect him to do the same thing on the road. I'm going with New England. Christine? Yeah, I will go with Sid on this one, too. And Matt Jones, what a kid. He he really is holding his own, especially against the go Tom Brady, who until he's 50, apparently. So you got to <laughs> you gotta give him respect as well. And as far as, you know, Houston goes, it's a mess. Like, I feel bad. Sid was saying, I feel horrible for the head coach. Nobody probably saw this coming for him. So, yeah, it's got to be the Patriots for this one. 
Yeah, it's gonna get worse for the Texans, I feel like. So I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna pick the Patriots in a in a bounce back game for them. All yeah. right, you got the Battle of Florida in this next one. You got the Dolphins and the Bucks. I'll start this one off this time. I think the Bucks, there won't be any like lingering hangover from that whole emotional atmosphere in Foxborough on Sunday night. The you Dolphins, sure about that? <laughs> well, you, well, yeah, I mean, you know, they've got def- well, yeah, they definitely have some issues. I think, look, I think the Dolphins will keep it close. But I yeah. think the Bucks got better talent, so I'm gonna give it to the Bucks, and and they're at home, so that's why I'm picking them. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I know Rob Gronkowski is going to miss his second straight game. I know number two, CBS has that number one crew down there with Jim Nance and Tony Roma. Maybe Tony Roma will uh, give Tom Brady a, a, a parade. I, I don't know, down there in South Beach <laughs> during the broadcast. I don't know. But, uh, like, looking, I think Miami will surprise some folks. I don't know what the line is. I don't have it in front of me. But I think Tampa will do enough by running the ball and for, forcing a couple of turnovers late. So I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Going off with what Lakina said, um, it, you said it was a home game, but technically it's kind of a home game for both of the teams. I think they're all in their home state. Probably Miami's going to at least try to make the trip up to Tampa. But, yeah. you know, like what you guys were saying, it's the no-brainer. Tom Brady's going to, you know, do Tom Brady's, and Tampa's going to take this one. Should be a fun one there between those two. And an intriguing one here, intriguing. Intra uh, conference game. You got the Packers and Bengals both at three and one. City starts. As, as badly I want to pit the Bengals to win, as emotionally I want to keep my emotional state in check. Mm-hmm. And I think Cincinnati's been better than what people expect, including us here on the panel to a certain extent. I just got to believe on the other side, as Stephen A would say, that bad man Aaron Rodgers has something up his sleeve. And the Packers going on a road. Uh, they're not the greatest team, at least so far this year, but they're good enough to win. I think I expected this to be a close game. Uh, I think Cincinnati, they're not quite ready for prime time yet, but I, I expect that Aaron Rodgers to do his thing, unfortunately, as a Bears fan. So I'm going with Green Bay on the road. But I'm rooting for Cincinnati to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll with Sid on this one and say it's going to be Green Bay. It will be a close one. I saw an I saw an interview that apparently Aaron Rodgers is not the biggest fan of of the city itself of Cincinnati. Who knows why? But he's he's not doing great this year. Neither of the Packers are. So, uh, but still, it's going to be the Packers, unfortunately. <laughs> I think Cincy will keep it close. They got the town to kind of keep it close. But then again, Joe Mixon yeah. is out for a few weeks. So you got to think that's not going to help them with their run game. So I'll pick the Packers pulling away. But I think Cincy will keep it close, at least for the, the first quarter, I believe. Another good one here. You got the Broncos. Yeah. Good, another good one here. You got the Broncos and the Steelers. One and three Steelers. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was like, we'll be clear to play. He's practicing today. So it was like, I guess he's going to get clearance. So, Christine, you start this one. Well, dang it, that totally changed my my vote then. Holy cow, wait a second. All right, so originally, <laughs> originally I said the Steelers were going to take this one because Denver had that huge launch of Bridgewater, and who knows what would have happened if Drew Locke got it. But he could have surprised Now knowing that, and knowing that everyone thinks that Big Ben is kind of washed up, 
I think I give this one to Denver. I, I just might because that that's my vote a little. Be wrong. I should be stick guns and saying Steelers, but I'll go Denver for this one. I will go with Pittsburgh be only because they are home. I was getting ready to say, can it get any worse for Pittsburgh? Can it? <laughs> uh, but, uh, hopefully, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't take another. <laughs> well, yeah, technically it can. Yeah. But. Uh, hopefully, uh, Big Ben doesn't take <laughs> any more big shots. So of course, that the Denver defense has been surprisingly good this year. That's one of the reasons why they all to a three and one start. But I'm going with Pittsburgh on this one. They're at home. They can run the ball a little bit better than Denver can. And plus, it's an early game for Denver going back to the East Coast. I know they did it to start the year in Jacksonville, and they handled the Jaguars um, uh, with no problem. Of course, Urban Vine has other issues, but we won't get into that now. But <laughs> I'm going with Pittsburgh for this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, this is a, this is one of those toss-up ones. I, I really, you know, I know Bridgewater's been clear, but he hasn't practiced that much, so I think that might be an issue, too. I'm going with the Steelers because they're at home, and I think they need this win more than Denver does. And I think hopefully we can get, you know, a little bit of remnants of what we saw from Big Ben from back in the day. But you never know. So I'm going to pick the Steelers. I guess only because they're at home. That's probably the reason why I'm picking them. This is a tough one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eagles and yeah, Eagles and Panthers. Panthers get Stefan Gilmore. Even though he's he's actually going to be going to be out for another week or two. But yeah, this should be a this should be an interesting one here. Uh, Christine, you start this one. I'll keep it short and say Carolina, J just because they seem to be a little bit more um, hungry for the win, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Philadelphia, you know, they, they could be flying high and surprise us all, but I'll go with the with Carolina for this one. Uh, originally, running, Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey was supposed to be out for a few weeks. I know he's been practicing in very limited action this week. He could see his first action mm -hmm. in a few weeks this Sunday, but whether he sees the field or not, I know Philadelphia, they've been terrible. Uh, Carolina looks like they're they're going to be this year's surprise team, at least one of the early surprise teams in the National Football League. They gave the Cowboys a good fight last week until that third quarter where the Cowboys put up a 20 spot on them. I know they uh, Carolina made a game of it again late, but I think Carolina can carry some momentum from the fourth quarter of their of that game last week at Dallas. So I'm they're at home; they should be able to win. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I'm kind of agree with you. Are they care like Eagles are just you know the talent isn't there right now, and I think the Panthers. I think they they almost won against Dallas, so I think they're going to feed off that momentum. So I think the Panthers will be going to four and one. Yeah, Sam Darnold's having a surprisingly great year. New system, new team, new system, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, look, yeah. better results. Yeah. Yeah. All right, AFC South matchup here. You got the Titans in Jacksonville. I'm going to keep it short. I'm picking the Titans. There's too much stuff going on in Jacksonville. We won't, we won't rehash any of that because that's that's for all your social media uh, media uh, fandom there, but I'm going to keep it short. I'm picking the Titans, and it's going to be feed, feed Mr. Henry. Feed Mr. Henry. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm I'm going with the I, Titans. I, uh, Urban Urban Meyer, uh, he may be looking for work uh, sooner rather than later. And, uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> I, I'll say this about Jacksonville. I can't remember the last time they've been in the news this much. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. So on that note, Tennessee football. 
All right. So first of the three o'clock games, it should be a good one here in the AFC. You got the Browns and the Chargers. Sid, you start. As much I want to pick the Los Angeles Chargers to win, I know they had to hold on to that uh, win against the Raiders last Monday night in front of a national audience. There's something about me that just I'm not going to say I don't trust about them. They are a very good team, but I think Cleveland's just a little bit better, especially defensively. And if Cleveland can get after Justin Herbert early, we know that Justin Herbert against a very good defense so far this year ha has struggled. Uh, I know people are going to yell at me and say, you saw what Justin did at Kansas City. Kansas City's defense as of right now is terrible. So you leave it as where it may be, uh, and I give out facts. Uh, and another fact, uh, Baker Mayfield, as we mentioned, he's playing with a partially tear, a, a partial tear in his throwing shoulder. But uh, you don't have to depend on Baker Mayfield. What does do do the Browns? What do the Browns do for you? They run the ball. They did it last week at Minnesota. They're going to do it again this week on the road at the Chargers. So I'm going with Cleveland. Cleveland Rocks running that ball. <laughs> i i think i don't know the the chargers could surprise you they've surprised me this year i didn't think anything of it i didn't think that they were going to be the team that they are today so sid i'm going to go against you and i'm going to say i'm with the chargers uh, i am just because you know it's it there it, it I think for once. So Chargers. Yeah, I'm picking the char Chargers too. I, I just don't, I, you know, Baker Mayfield is, is banged up. So I know they're going to run the ball more, but uh, yeah. I think you know, Chargers got the good, that the good pass rush. So I think they might be able to slow that down. So I, I think just because also they're, they're at home, if they were in Cleveland, I probably would pick the Browns, but since they're going to be in Los Angeles, I'm picking the Chargers. And we're at SoFi. I'm sure Cleveland fans will be traveling. We'll be, you know, out there in full force over at SoFi Stadium on Sunday. <laughs> Let's get the um, hell out of Cleveland before it snows. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> a good one here in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> See, you got that one. Got that one, Christina. And then this one here in the NFC, NFC West. You got the 2-2-49ers and, and the Cardinals. Now, I'll start this one. Um, it looks like maybe Trey Lance might start that game. I think uh, Jimmy G is banged up. But there's always something going on between those these two teams. There's always you know a good matchup here. Arizona being the only team left. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll pick. I haven't picked Arizona yet. I know the Cardinals fans are probably will wish I still would because they, they've been winning. But <clears throat> but I think that at this point in the season, I think the Cardinals are better than the Forty Nine. So I'm picking the Cardinals. It'll, it'll be close. But I'm picking the Cardinals. Christine. I, it, like Lakita said, it's going to be a close game. Again, this is a toss-up for me. And, oh, boy. And, and <laughs> just I want to pick the 49ers for that Illinois boy, Jimmy G. I, I think I'm going to go with Arizona for this one just because of he, he is dealing with some injuries right now. So that, that could be an unknown situation. I'm going with Arizona. They can run the ball uh, well. Uh, Kyler Murray, he's playing at an MVP-type level. Uh, San Francisco's defense, we, we talked about Lakina in our last segment, they, their defense has not been a problem. It's been starting hot on the offensive side. So uh, Trey Lance, uh, he's going to do some good things, but it's not going to be enough. So I'm going with Arizona at home. Should be a folder between these two. Uh, should be interesting one here in the, a in the NFC East, I should say. You got the Giants and the Cowboys. Sid, you start. 
uh, Joe Bug and Troy Man will entertain you uh, for the next three and a half hours mm-hmm. on Sunday. So <laughs> that's going to be entertaining oh, yeah. within itself. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want yeah, you one of those haters, Christina, on Joe Buck or Troy Aikman? <laughs> oh, it's Joe Buck for sure. <laughs> I know the guy's a Hall of Famer, but my gosh, there's only so much I can take of him. <laughs> hey, should, and going back to baseball for for a second, should the White Sox beat the Astros in this series, you'll get Joe Buck for the ALCS and in the World Series. So, you Sox fans, uh, you so think you excited. were hard on Adam and me? Yeah, <laughs> you think you were hard on Adam and me? Shout out to Adam and me who's doing this series for uh, uh, FS1. But if you think you were hard on a- Adam and me yesterday, wait till Sox Twitter <laughs> blast Joe Buck. But that's a whole nother issue, a whole nother show. But uh, going back to this game between the Giants and Cowboys, uh, Dallas, uh, uh, they held on to a win against Carolina last week. Looks like Ezekiel Elliott is back. Dak is back. I've been telling people all season he's playing uh, some of the best ball of his career. Shout out to Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. The Giants got lucky last week. Uh, the Saints gave him a gift on the road in overtime. Daniel Jones, I don't trust him. I think Saquon Barkley's going to do some nice things. He'll put up some decent stats, but I, I got the Cowboys in this one. This is a no-brainer for me. I don't trust the Giants. Christine? I will yeah, sorry. There's a weird delay on my end. So my fault. Um, so I will go with Dallas. Dak is back. Elliot's back. I was talking to a coworker about this the other day. I have never seen an athlete come back the way Dak Prescott has. Because we all know with those horrible ACL injuries, no one is ever the same after that. Going to best mode, look at Derek Rose. He was never the same after his multiple knee injuries. And you could say that for, for other players too. Zach Miller from the Bears, when he had that horrific knee injury, he could have lost yeah. his leg. So the fact that Dak is playing the way that he is at 28 years old after a gruesome injury like that, holy cow, like he he's back. So it's Dallas all the way. I gotta keep it short, Dallas. Like I don't trust the Giants. Nah, nah. Just gonna keep it. <laughs> okay, the Sunday nighter here should be a good one. You got the Bills and the Chiefs. We were talking to we were previewing this game before you came on, Christine. Um, I wanna pick the Bills. I mean, the Chiefs, their defense, you know, they're still, you know, Frank Clark's still out. And, you know, I know I know they got Josh Gordon, but it's gonna t- maybe gonna be a week before we see week or two before we, we see him. And I think the Bills want to prove to people that they are the class of the AFC right now because the Chiefs have had their struggles. So I think Josh Allen has a big game because of the defense. You know, Chiefs defense not being good. I think the Bills defense have their best game this mm-hmm. season. So I'm picking the Bills. Christine? Yeah, I love the Bills for this one, too. It's going to be a close game. Unfortunately, you know, Kansas City, they're not living up to their normal expectations. Why? Who knows? Maybe, maybe all apart. Maybe there's something going on behind the locker room that that we don't know about. But but either way, this is going to be a great game. This could be a future game for the playoffs. So with the Bills for this one, they are great, absolutely fantastic. I'll be the sore thumb in the room, <laughs> the Louis Roberts sore thumb in the room. I'm, I'm going course. with Kansas City. <laughs> I'm going with Kansas City. They're at home. I, I, I agree with you guys. It's going to be a close game. I know the Bills have a chip on their shoulder from them losing uh, at the same place in last year's AFC title game. 
even though as a fan, I'm cheering for Buffalo, I think Kansas City, uh, they, they, they'll just have enough offensively to pull it out. I expect Pat Mahomes to do Pat Mahomes things. Tyreek Hill uh, is going to have a touchdown in this game as well. So I'm going with Kansas City at home in prime time. This will be a classic one for sure on NBC. Now let's go to the Monday Nighter real quick. You got the Colts and the Ravens all start. Um, I know the Colts got their first game, first win of the season. The Ravens, though, I think it looks like they're they're kind of like starting to, you know, get find their groove and get it going. So, you know, their new players, you know, they step up from, in, from all the injuries that they have had. So I'm thinking the Ravens. It'll be close. I know I've been I've been, you know, taunting the uh the Colts defense for the last couple of years, but they just, you know, they've had a lot of injuries too on the Colts. So I'm picking the Ravens because they're at home as well. Sid? Baltimore for me. <laughs> Same, Keep, keeping it short and sweet with the Ravens. All right, so should be a good one here with this Bears game against Vegas. Um, I'm, I know a lot of you know people from Chicago. I know folks who are from Chicago probably are going to be in Las Vegas for this game. It should be a should be a good one. Um, Justin Fields now is the starter going forward. I think they I think they may Matt Nagy do that, but um, again, that's another that's another um <laughs> another another topic there, but uh. It'll be close. You know, you got the CBS number two team with the I Eagle, Charles Davis, and Evan Washburn there. So yeah, I think that's gonna be good when those those three are gonna be there. I, I but you know what? I think because they're at home and I think Khalil Mack is still struggling there. We has a, a rib and a foot, so he's at hundred percent. I'm gonna pick the Raiders, you know, just because I, I kind of feel like the Raiders are just a little bit better than the Bears, although I think Justin Fields has a really solid, uh, solid showing. I'm going with the Raiders on this one, Lakini. Even if the Bears were totally healthy, uh, the Raiders are at home. I think they run the ball better, a, a little bit better than the Bears. Of course, David Montgomery's injury will uh, hinder this team going forward. I think Damian Williams will do a nice job, but he's not uh, he's not David Montgomery. Justin Fields, do I trust Bears offensive coordinator Bill Lazor to do the same thing against a Raiders defense, which is not great, but they're a step above the Detroit Lions. Uh, I, I I don't know if the Bears will have enough to hang in there for four quarters, so I'm going with the Raiders. Christine? I think perhaps, yeah, I think we're having some technical issues with with her microphone, uh, with her keyboard, I mean, but uh, yeah, so it, it should be yeah, I mean, you know, this should be a, a fun and interesting game regardless. So, I, you know, like I said, I think, I think Justin Fields has a solid showing. But like you said, I, I mm -hmm. think the Raiders will run. I think Josh Jacobs, you know, I don't trust that first front seven for the Bears. So, it, it should be, you know, it, it should be an interesting uh, game. But I, I think the, the Raiders will pull away, like I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like the Raiders will do the same thing as well. So, those are for our week five picks from the National Football League. Hopefully, Christine will give us give us – her pick for the Bears game. I'm not going to pick for her. So she's yeah. a smart young lady. So she'll, she'll <laughs> pick the winner herself. She'll probably text so. it. Yeah, but she'll probably text with her picks. So it will let you yeah. guys know. So yeah. So a uh, quick update from Houston. Uh, the the Astros scored two runs in the bottom of the second inning. We, we're going to the top of the third. The Astros lead the White Sox two to one in Game Two of the best of five series. Uh, Astros lead that series one game to none. Of course, the White Sox are trying to even up their series, and We'll, we'll see what happens for the rest of, of the day in game two. Uh, they'll make, they'll, they'll do it for 
uh, the Friday edition, hashtag Football Friday, right here on Sports on Chicago, Second City Sports. Sid, Lakina, and Christine Manica here with you. Uh, the, the show is coming to a close. We'd like to thank you guys for tuning in and watching us today. Uh, we'd like to thank our other guest, uh, Miss uh, Crystal O'Keefe from Southside Sox. You can follow her on all social media platforms and make sure you read her articles at Southside Sox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She picked the Raiders, uh, Christine, and she just she just uh, messaged us. So messaged okay. me. So yeah. So she is picking the Raiders. You know, she says she okay. apologized for the technical difficulties, but uh, you know, hopefully she'll have a, a you know we'll have better connections next week. Um, should be should be exciting. Uh, should be exciting game regardless. You know, I'm looking forward to you know the college, of course, the MLB playoffs. You mm -hmm. know, the divisional series going also to the. You know, the college football, of course, you know, the NFL. So a lot of great games. Also, congrats to this guy going to the WMA finals. Yes. I give them a shout out. Yeah, um, Candace Parker, especially. Yes, hometown girl. Yeah, hopefully, you know, maybe she can get that hometown championship. That's one of the reasons why she came. So it'll be between uh, Phoenix and Las Vegas. They actually play tonight. That's a, you know, game five. So they'll be playing one of them for the WMA finals. We'll start next, uh, next week. So, you know, make sure you guys check that out. All right, you can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan Score McGee on the IG. You can follow yours truly, Sydney Brown, on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. S-I-D-K-I-D-80. You can follow me on the Twitter uh, during the White Sox playoffs. Of course, hopefully they'll win this game today in game two to even up the best of five series. As of right now, at the top of the third inning, they have a runner on. Tim Anderson just scored. Uh, not scored, but he reached with a uh, infield single. Yeah. Um, um, download that Sports Zone Chicago app wherever you get your ads, whether it's the Apple iTunes store or the Google Play store. Make sure that app says Sports Zone Chicago. You uh, watch any of our six live shows live, or if you missed any of them, you can you can uh, uh, we uh, watch the replay of our shows, and so we can uh, we you can do that as well. Also on Sports Zone Chicago, you can follow us on all social media platforms: that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Once again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sports Zone Chicago. And if you want to catch the audio version of this podcast, you can do so at War War on Anchor. That's W A R R on Anchor. We are available on all podcast platforms. Make sure you follow War Media. At WAR Media on all social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Once again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at War Media. And what else? Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so yeah, we, uh, War Media. Okay. You, can, you can listen to the, the audio version. Anyway, oh, Christine uh, is back with us right quick. <laughs> can we still uh, hear Christine? Can we still or we, not? We still can't hear Christine. Uh, there's a. The, She's not muted, so I don't. Know. I think yeah, there might be some there might be some uh, issues with the with the technology. Can you hear, <laughs> she has on hear me? Yeah, there we are. Yeah, we got okay. you now. We got you yeah. now. All right. Okay. Yeah. Tell 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 us you know, why you picked the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, you know, they have the feet. Yeah, the feet. Yeah, the, the, the feet. I don't know if it's the, the feet on her end. I think it's still Why a little did bit. I pick the oh. Raiders? Well, I am being realistic just because, it, you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable that Justin Fields is now a starter. Okay. 
still yeah still we're still mm. having so yeah still we're still yeah we're still having issues with christina's feed so uh oh yeah so enjoy the uh the sports everybody uh first Sid, i'm lakina this has been second city sports on sports zone chicago and look if you guys be safe you know be good to each other you know wash your hands if you're not gonna also you know wear a mask if you're not gonna get vaccinated you know you know no judgment here so uh yeah, and that's it so enjoy the games everybody this is the second city sports on sports zone chicago and we'll see you next week We'll see you Monday at noon Central Standard Time right here on Sports Zone Chicago. Until then, go Sox! Holla! <laughs>